Hey, what's up, everybody? This is episode 18 of the One Question Podcast, where we unpack some of life's most difficult questions, looking at through a spiritual lens. I'm David with my co-host, Lindsay. Hey, everyone. And we're joined by Pastor Michael. Hey, everybody. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. Good. Ready to rock and roll. All right. Well, hey, you guys, we're so glad y'all are joining us. Um, Wherever you're at in your journey and however you got here, maybe someone sent this to you. Maybe you just stumbled upon us on Spotify or YouTube. We're so glad. Um, Maybe you are spiritually curious. Maybe you are wondering who God is and why he exists or if he exists. Um, Maybe you're new to faith and taking your first couple steps. Or maybe you've been walking with Jesus a long time and you're hoping that this podcast will bring in just some more answers for you as you walk with him. Whatever that looks like for you, we're so glad that you're joining us and hope this conversation helps you really take a step forward. That's right. That's right. And typically when we ask a question that often leads to other questions Mm -hmm. and creates more conversations. So we're really looking forward to diving into this question today. I know I'm really excited about it. Um, Today's question, why should I want to go to heaven? And I think that as a quick sort of sub-question of that, Mm. what are some common misconceptions that you hear people say uh, about heaven or that you have felt about heaven? Well, see, I want to pause real quick because I thought that the question we were going to ask is, do all dogs go to heaven? And I was so prepared to talk about that. I think your question was... Do all cats, cats go to go heaven? To heaven. And the answer is no not. on that one. Yes. The answer is all of them do, and they're so loved, <laughs> and I just love cats. <laughs> so sorry, what was the question, David? <laughs> um, why should I want to go to heaven? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's great to start with what are some of those common misconceptions. I know for me, when I was younger, I assumed that when I died, I would become an angel and get pretty wings, and I would go sit and hang on the clouds and, like, you know, shoot hearts at people. Maybe that was, like, a Cupid Valentine's Day thing I had in my head, but I just thought it would be sweet and there would be harps and... It makes a lot of sense. It sounded nice, but it wasn't that exciting. It was just kind of like, that sounds calming. Right, yeah. That's a good five minutes worth of work, and after that, you're maybe looking for something else. Yeah, to to be completely honest... I always thought heaven sounded so boring. Like, yeah. I couldn't decide. I know I was told that I needed to go there because <laughs> um, the other place obviously was worse. We can't speak of. H-E double hockey sticks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we just type it in the calculators and show people. It right. seems so boring. I had these ideas of like we just sit around in robes, kind of like we're at a really awful toga party, and mm-hmm. roll, not even throw because throw, throwing would be like unruly, but roll mm-hmm. an inflatable beach ball. I don't know why. That was what was in my head. And it... It was scary to me because it sounded awful. Yeah, it sounds like a very a deflated rave party. Yeah, it basically was what that sounds like. Yeah. What about you, Michael? Yeah, I'd say the same. I mean, I think you you could see them in like cartoons and stuff, right? Where everybody's sitting around a cloud. Somebody there's a harp somewhere. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Somebody's got a harp playing it. And you can um, just magically play it when you get to heaven. Right. Even you can take a break and talk to someone and it still <laughs> and just it's keeps still playing. playing. <laughs> right. There's that kind of stuff where you just that was I think the popular thing we I think most people probably grew up with. I grew up that way too. Um, but I think it's, it's funny because it's like things that we kind of gain from either pop culture or, mm. or different place in our life. But when you really dive into like the, the story that we're talking about and what we actually believe as followers of Jesus, I think it's a very different picture in a lot of ways. Um, because we're talking about the difference between some kind of existence we go to that's a, you know, where it's a bunch of spirits floating around and, it's like a nice place for ghosts to go. I love ghosts. That sounds so fun. Like okay. a haunted mansion. Right. Let's keep well, talking I mean, about what we remember, want heaven to be. Everybody has a mansion. Cats right? and mansions and ghosts. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> mansion is the other one that's usually 
brought yeah. out like, oh, I'm going to get my mansion mm-hmm. when I go there. And it's funny because, again, when you when you get into the Bible, there's not a whole lot there to draw those pictures from. So it's mm-hmm. it's really interesting. And so that's, I'm glad we get to talk about this because we get to kind of hopefully slice through some yeah. of those things. So before we talk about what heaven actually is, I do have a question. So should we want to go to heaven if we don't have a relationship with God? Or right. should we want to go to heaven just to, like David was talking about earlier, just to avoid hell? Right. And I think the, this is where we have to start, is I think the question of, do we want to go to heaven? Or do do we, I mean, no one I don't think would say the alternative. I want to go, yeah. Right. No one, would, I don't think, would say that. But starting with that question even starts us on, I think, a wrong platform mm-hmm. to start the conversation. Um, because even for, even for those of us who are Christians, um, the question really isn't, do I want to go to heaven? Mm-hmm. Because the real question is, do we want to spend the rest of our eternity with God? Mm-hmm. Because awesome. the Bible itself never really paints heaven as this ultimate hope that we have. The ultimate hope we have is that we get to start our journey with Jesus here, but then that just continues on for eternity and it can look very different. So I think the the question we really have to get into a little bit is, really, do we want to spend eternity with God or not? Mm. I think that's the more accurate place to start. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, I have friends who don't know Jesus, and I think they still, though, would say, do I want to go to a place with fluffy clouds or a place with fire? I'm going to choose the fluffy clouds, and I'll just kind of like ignore the hubbub of God stuff. But I think what you're talking about is, is it's not just this nice place versus a bad place. It's a place with Jesus and a place without. Right. And then we need to talk about next, what does that place look like? Yeah. yeah. So what is heaven? David, take it away. <laughs> okay, everybody. Here's I know what you happens. have all the wisdom <laughs> over there. No, I was going to say that for me early on in my life, I completely missed the relational aspect. Mm-hmm. Like I was just thinking about it in terms of where do I personally want to be and didn't really focus on what that would look like to be in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so odd that I completely ignored that aspect of it um, and I still think that we kind of get caught up in that idea when we talk about like what actually is heaven to me I think that is the key that's the that's the most important thing I mean I would say surfing like there have to be good waves in heaven right otherwise you don't want to go right right there have to be cats right. plenty of them cats yes. and waves but but the presence of God thing was something that I never really considered what that would look like until recently yeah and Again, let's uh, let's get into a little bit of maybe why what is heaven, what is yeah. heaven yeah. right? Because I think this will help us. I have no jump idea. Off That's of why I said that. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, what's, we should know this, right? Well, what's really fun <laughs> and is when you dive into the Bible, you realize how little it talks about mm. heaven itself, because I think the biblical writers um, are making the point that it's really not. It is a place, and it's important, but it's nowhere near as important as. God himself, or even what they actually say is the ultimate hope, which is uh, actually the picture the Bible paints is that we believe that the, the, the earth right now and the people on it, all of us experience lots of suffering, lots of brokenness. We know that there's amazing things in life, but at the same time, we experience a lot of really rough things. Mm. Um, you know, I spend time out in the community sometimes, and here lately I've been spending time at a hospital with a hospital unit that's been working with COVID patients. Mm. That's not an easy day-to-day thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's, we, ha- we understand that that's our reality, 
Um, but the ultimate hope that the Bible paints is that there's going to be a day where God is going to step in and he is literally going to make everything in our, in our world right again. And that was his original intention when he made everything. When we go to the beginning of the Bible and the, the first two chapters of Genesis, that he made a good world filled with good things for us to experience right? He didn't actually have to give us things like taste buds. Mm. He could have fed us a different way if it was really just about feeding. But he literally gave us a way to not just be fed, but also enjoy. Oh, that's so interesting. The feeding. Like what would you do if you couldn't taste Laffy Taffy? You know, exactly. that's the first food that comes to mind that I'm like, what would I do if I couldn't taste it? Laffy right. Taffy, that's the one. Laffy Taffy, that's the one. Write it down. Purple. Right. <laughs> and favorite. there's there's so much good and beauty in the world, but so much of it gets overshadowed by mm-hmm. the other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would our world look like if if we literally removed all the pain, the chaos, the suffering, the complications, the misunderstandings? Uh, everything that we experience and instead we had all the things that's here on this earth but in its ultimate beautiful state that it was meant to be because that's actually how the bible talks about it and the way they use the language they call it a new heaven and new earth um and even the word heaven there is a little tricky because the word heaven throughout the bible predominantly just means sky Mm. so it's just their way of saying everything the earth and what's around it um that god will step in and make all that what it was always intended to be before things got complicated and messed up because of humans and what we've done with right. what we've been given. So even for that person who doesn't, you know, doesn't know Jesus, the person who maybe you're, you're searching, you're spiritually curious, um, I would say think about all those beautiful things that you enjoy in your life, the things that you live for today, whether it's hobbies that you do, whether it's something you do at work, um, or whether Even it's a relationship, relationship yeah. right, that you have, think that what the Bible says is that after heaven comes what we call the renewed earth, a, a new heaven, a new earth that God's going to put back together that includes all those things, but only so much better than what we can experience right now. That's what is waiting for us. But again, it's, it's still just the byproduct because at the end of the day, it's, we get to spend that with God. Mm-hmm. But what comes with God is all those beautiful Icing things. on the cake. Right. Okay, wait. I'm a little confused now. So for yes. clarity's sake, there is a difference between heaven and new heaven, new earth. Right. So what happens when I die? Yes. <laughs> when we die? Heaven, heaven now is the harps, right? That is, that is what we're at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the hard part. We, I think we, you know, over time we've adopted a lot of stuff from different time periods mm-hmm. um, where we, we ultimately think there's here and then there's eternity there's eternity like in that eternity is only some kind of spiritual floaty place for everybody to go um but the way the bible talks about it is that that's not the ultimate reality now there is a there is a spiritual existence we go to with god when we die if Mm -hmm. we have a relationship with him but that's only a temporary place that we're waiting for that time where he brings this back into what it's meant to be so instead of, I think traditionally we think of it as this ultimate place that we're waiting to go to, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But really the Bible paints it as kind of a stop-off place, whereas that end result, that renewed earth, is the actual ultimate mm-hmm. goal. Um, because this is why they talk so much about the fact that people will be brought back to life. Why we mm-hmm. celebrate Jesus being resurrected from the dead 
well, why is that important? Well, because he's still in a physical body. He's still, and he's going to be with us in that new place. Um, that's our ultimate hope yeah. is with him. So you there. talked a little bit about, you know, like how there'll be no pain, no suffering, all the good things of earth. What are we going to be doing there the whole right. time if we're not sitting on clouds? Surfing. I thought we were already talking surfing. About David will yeah. be surfing. And David. The rest heaven. of us <laughs> maybe have other responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's one thing that we, we can kind of speculate about because there's really not a lot there. But I think a lot of times if you look to what was the original intention for us, all right, before, uh, the pain and suffering entered in because of what we call sin, uh, brokenness and into the world, we would say, well, God made the world for us to actually rule with him, to bring about his goodness into creation for other people. Um, and that included work. Because mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately for many people, work is actually something that we were designed to do wasn't a result after we, we messed up. It was actually... He put people in uh, in the original story into a garden and said, hey, work it and keep it. But not work as in break your back over it because it's so difficult. But think of like the enjoyment you, that some people get who love gardening. Mm. You know, and they get to cultivate this space of beauty and abundance. And they get to bring new fruits or vegetables into the world that you get to enjoy. Think of that. Now, obviously, we don't have to sit around gardening. David can be surfing. Um, I like but I think too. it's okay. Like, what if? What if? <laughs> Can't really see you gardening. You big don't... gardener. Really? <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I like you physically different. are a big gardener, or you I mean, like to garden? I like to watch Morgan. Work. Oh, yeah, I, I kind of. So your st- wife is a good gardener. She's a good yes. gardener. Yeah, yeah. You sit that with a beer counts. and watch. You're, and you're garden good at spectator. <laughs> we are one flesh, right? <laughs> yes. that works? We can talk about that in another. Yes. Another but I mean, for me, I love like I really love sports. What if we could all actually have sports there? But then who would lose? Oh, that's I mean, because there can't question. be any sadness. That's a great question. But what if, podcast. what if you could lose and then not be sad? Oh. Ooh. I know. See, this is where we're getting a theoretical. You're so much smarter than me. <laughs> Sometimes I just have to pause and wonder. Um, no, but kind of going back to um, about like what we actually do in heaven. Like, I agree. Like, I think there will be work. Um, I think there will be worship of God. I think there will be relationships with people. I think there will be eating and drinking yeah. when we get to that new heaven, new earth. Um, one quote I love from C.S. Lewis um, that I have in the front of my Bible. It says, what it's talking about heaven and it says, you know, what would it be like to taste at the fountainhead, that stream of which even these lower regions have proven to be so intoxicating. Mm. So the sense of like those best moments we have on earth, like I remember the day we adopted my brother and I met him for the first time or like Mm. my wedding day or the day my sister had her first child, like those top moments, like those are just, you know, a lower region of a stream. And like, what will it be like to be at the fountainhead of that, where that spring first comes forth? Like that's kind of been my like soul connection to the new heaven, new earth, like what I hope and desire. And I think what God anticipates to create Mm -hmm. for us. That's beautiful. Right. And, And really when you get down to it, if we believe that God is the one who created everything here, which we, we would agree to if, if you're following Jesus, then we also believe that God is the ultimate creator, which we, I know sometimes put as a category is like this thing that we just talk about as a title, but it's the, he's the ultimate creative person, mm-hmm. the ultimate creative being. And it, we are kind of like tiny versions of that, right? Because we like to create sure. new things. 
like to play around and find new ways to do things. And, um, but what if we got to do that with him mm. for as long as we wanted to, right. because that's what you have eternity yeah. to explore art and to explore music and explore sports and relationship and food and yeah, and it's like if if God created the earth, there are so many amazing things. Surfing, who would have thought about that? Taste buds, like you said earlier. Like if that's what God gave us here in this broken world, like what new things, what other senses, like I can't even begin to imagine. I feel like it's going to be like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory right. like, overload. on steroids. Like yeah. it's going to yeah. be amazing. I think that's really fascinating too to hear that, that breakdown of the idea of <clears> – <throat> what we often think of when we think of eternity and then what the Bible says uh, about the new heaven and the new earth. And so I think that that's something that I guess I'd never realized until pretty recently. So um, I love the fact that the Bible has these sort of complex nuances Mm -hmm. that we often, I mean, I don't love the fact that we misinterpret it sometimes, but I love the fact that there's so much that you can constantly go in, rediscover, and learn anew. Um, and I think that that's just another testament to that idea. Right. And I think what this does when we really grasp onto this kind of paradigm is that it starts to help us to see how God is is intersecting into what we experience right now. Mm. Instead of, because I think we can accidentally think of, um, you know, there's these certain important things. And sometimes, especially as Christians, we can elevate what we call our spiritual things that we do, like our praying and, uh, you know, whatever weird thing that we do that is the rest of the world doesn't quite get that we do. Um, but, and then there's the work and there's our, all Eating our and day, drinking right, and, and all of other things. But what if, what if what God's really been saying is that all of those things are a part of who he's made us to be, mm. all of which we can experience him, mm-hmm. we can experience goodness, um, we can create that space for other people and it, that all those things matter in yeah. our lives, not just the, the separate times out we can do those extra things. But what if your work and all those things are a part of our design mm-hmm. that we can live out of and that he's there with us? Yeah. I think that's what the Bible really puts across for each of us is that those things all matter. Absolutely. They're no longer these secondary things in our lives. Yeah. So, so, you know, there are probably some people listening to this podcast who have yet to make that decision to follow Jesus. And thanks for sticking it out and listening mm-hmm. to us ramble and laugh and, and have some hard moments with this topic. But um, what would you say, just with some closing thoughts to someone who's listening and is like, yeah, heaven sounds great. I just still don't know about this God thing. And like, you know, I, I don't want to spend eternity in hell but I'm not quite ready that I want to spend an eternity with God. Right. I would say first and foremost, that no matter what God is for you, I think the fact that we do experience so much good in the world is because God, no matter how bad we've made things sometimes in our lives and how humanity has made it, he has gone above and beyond to still show his goodness and his love for each one of you. You know, the famous, if you, even if you're not a follower of Jesus, you've seen people stand up at basketball games or something and, pull, you know, have a big John 3.16 sign. You know, that's like the, the telltale verse that we go with. But that, that verse literally does talk about that, that God loved the world so much that he gave himself. He gave Jesus for our sake. And I think that what we're mainly always seeking is a, 
a way for us to experience something that's beyond ourselves. And we don't usually come across that until we hit a place where we need that. And I think the pandemic that we've all been experiencing for so long has pointed us to our life really does need to be anchored to something. It needs to be anchored to something that is beyond us because there's only so much we can control in this life. But I think that the ultimate hope that we're saying we believe in and we hope that you make that decision one day to believe in is that Jesus himself literally came to demonstrate what a true life of being a human meant because he created each and every one of you. He knows you inside and out and he still chose you. And his ultimate desire for you is to have a relationship with him, not because he needs something from you, but because he desires you. He desires that relationship with you so that you can experience things beyond our own imagination for eternity. So I think that's the beautiful picture that the Bible paints that hopefully we as Christians can live in ways that shows that a little bit better here lately. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, David, um, Michael, thanks for joining us. And for y'all online, um, whether you're listening or watching, we are so grateful. Um, Whether you're ready to make a decision to follow Jesus or not, um, we just hope that this One Question podcast continues to encourage you to keep asking questions. Um, we love hearing from you guys. We love having these conversations. If you have a question, um, maybe something we talked about today brought up something else, and you're really wondering, can I lose a football game in heaven and not be sad? Right. <laughs> we want to know your questions. <laughs> um, just email them to onequestion at com, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.